hello there, friends. Gee, it's good to be with you again. Welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I'll be with you for the hour ahead, playing 78 RPM records from my collection. It's a musical assortment from the first half of the 20th century. If you've been with us before, you know this is really a no-frills kind of program. <laughs> we do basically what I've just said, which is pull 78 RPM records off the shelf and give them a spin. I try to reach dance bands, vocalists, virtuoso instrumentalists, country, blues, jazz, classical, the whole gamut, all kinds of things from 78 RPM records. If that sounds like fun to you, I hope you'll stick around. We're going to start today with a really crisp swing number arranged by Fletcher Henderson for Benny Goodman's orchestra. They recorded this in Los Angeles on August 16, 1939. It's based on that old Mendelssohn tune. It's a good one. Spring Song. that record was made in 1939, Columbia Records was seemingly indiscriminately labeling all of their big band records as, quote, a jazz masterwork. <laughs> and that phrasing adorns the label of Columbia 35319, but I think it's well-deserved in this case. That's quite a nice performance and arrangement of Mendelssohn's Spring Song, played by Benny Goodman and his orchestra from 1939. A good way to start out this edition of the Shellac Stack, my name is Brian Wright. If you're just joining us, welcome. 
We're listening to 78 RPM Records, and I have, I think, a pretty good assortment today. We're going to head back to the early 30s now, a record from April of 1931 by Jack Albin and his Hotel Pennsylvania Dance Orchestra. They made a number of records for the Crown label at about that time. This is Crown 3098. Paul Small is the vocalist on a song that will forever be associated in my mind with the film Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I remember watching that movie as a kid and incidentally being terrified. There were scenes in that that I think are definitely not intended for children. Be that as it may, there was some good music in the movie, including this song, Smile, Darnia, Smile.
paradise What I love to see You've made my life so glamorous You can't blame me for feeling amorous Oh, it's wonderful It's marvelous That you should care for me Perfect day. 
Hardly needs to be said that there is no shortage of reasons to feel gloomy or depressed or sad these days. <laughs> so I thought we should start out with something uplifting, you know, something positive. So we opened with Jack Albin and his Hotel Pennsylvania Dance Orchestra, Smile, Darnia, Smile. That was crowned 3098, recorded in New York in April of 1931. Again, Paul Small, the vocalist. After that, we heard Johnny Marvin singing with an orchestra led by duo pianists Victor Arden and Phil Oman, one of the few bands I can think of of that era led by duo pianists. That was Victor 21114, recorded in New York December 8th, 1927. It came from the Broadway musical Funny Face. That was Swonderful by George and Ira Gershwin. And we wrapped up the set with Johnny Johnson and his Statler Pennsylvanian, so another Pennsylvania hotel-based band. Victor 21366, from March 22nd, 1928, Happy Go Lucky Lane was the name of that song. The vocal group included Bob Treister, Roy Strom, Larry Lloyd, Sam Brown, and Harry Shackelford. That was a really nice, clean copy of that record. Well, for those of you just joining us, my name is Brian Wright, and we are listening to 78 RPM Records here on the Shellac Stack. I'm mighty happy to have your company, and I hope you'll stick around as we have many more good things today, including this next set, which will take us back to the early 1920s, and we'll first wind our way to the windy city of Chicago, <laughs> try saying that three times fast, from January of 1924, Al Jolson will sing with Isham Jones's orchestra, California, Here I Come, it's Brunswick 2569. After that, we'll head to New York in December of 1923 for what I think is a really interesting novelty piano solo by Sid Reinhertz, a guy about whom relatively little is known. He came out of Boston, where he was born in about 1901. His father was a banker, so it's presumed that Sid Reinhertz grew up in a well-to-do family, took an interest in music at a rather young age, and was performing in and around Boston by the late teens. In the early 20s, he made his way to New York and was performing regularly over radio there, and made this record and maybe one or two others. He didn't record very much. He probably took a job outside of music to support himself in the late 20s, but continued to perform occasionally on radio well into the 1930s. He married a woman who was quite active as a, well, as an author, I think, of stories and plays in the 1930s and 40s. Sid Reinhardt's died in 1956, and it seems that some historians of ragtime and early 
jazz-style piano haven't been too kind to him. Rudy Blesch in They All Played Ragtime was quite dismissive, saying, yeah, this is a pleasant record, but it doesn't have the fire or imagination of most African-American ragtime. I think that's rather unfair. I think it's quite an interesting composition, quite rhythmically complex and uh, really a neat thing called Ma Zhang. It's Jeanette 5330. And then we'll wrap up the set with a little something from singer Aileen Stanley. I like her a lot, as you know. From May of 1921, we'll hear Scandinavia. That's the name of the song. So this will be something of a traveling set. We'll go to California, then we'll play some Mahjong, and we'll end up in Scandinavia. How does that sound? (laughs) Let's start with Al Jolson. Thank you. 
Stanley and a little song called Scandinavia from 1921. We preceded that with Sid Reinhertz at the piano playing his own composition, Ma Zhang. Quite a lively thing with some pretty interesting and tricky passage work in the second half. I like that piece a lot and I think it bears repeated listening. Incidentally, I should point out that what we know of Sid Reinhertz is largely thanks to the efforts of researcher and pianist Bill Edwards who wrote up a nice little biography of Sid Reinhertz that I drew on to make my introduction. So my thanks to Bill Edwards for his work there. And we started the set with Isham Jones's orchestra with guest vocalist Al Jolson in January of 1924, California, Here I Come, a song, of course, well associated with Al Jolson. 
Okay, let's head over to London now for a series of records beginning with Bram Martin and his band. Bram Martin was a cellist, hey, how many cellist band leaders can you name, who led a popular orchestra at London's Holborn Restaurant between 1935 and 1938. Here's a little something he recorded for the Regal Xonophone label, MR2556. On July 17, 1937, it's called the Posthorn Swing. After that, we'll turn to Harry Roy and his orchestra. I was listening not long ago to some of Alan Dell's Dance Band Days programs that he hosted over BBC in the 1970s and 80s, and one of the episodes I was listening to, he happened to play this particular record, and I was quite taken with it and did a little digging and found I had a copy in a box downstairs, so we'll listen to it on the Odeon label, OF5040. It's called Mammy Bong (laughs) from October 9th, 1935. Harry Roy will be the lead vocalist. And then we'll wrap up the set with Jack Payne and the BBC Dance Orchestra, In 1931, Jack Payne will himself deliver the vocal on When Kentucky Bids the World Good Morning. And my copy of that was pressed in Japan on Columbia M87. So three London-based bands now, beginning with Bram Martin.
Rembrandt painted sky That's a picture for your eye When Kentucky bids the world good morning I need a poet like Mr. Longfellow With a sugar-coated pen To describe the one who's waiting In the little rustic glen All the angels sprinkle gold On the sunshine you behold When Kentucky bids the world good morning record. That's when Kentucky bids the world good morning. Jack Payne and his BBC Dance Orchestra. Jack Payne, the vocalist. They recorded that in London on February 17, 1931, at the start of a session that also produced songs like Overnight, Under the Spell of Your Kiss, Sing Holly, Go Whistle, Hey Hey, and Bolero. And incidentally, I think the nice trumpet work on that was from Frank Wilson. Before that, Harry Roy and his orchestra in October of 1935 Mammy Bong, a song by Jose Norman. And we started the set with Bram Martin and his band in July of 1937, the Post-Horn Swing, a crisp-sounding regal xenophone record and a pretty neat little tune as well. My name is Brian Wright. You're listening to the Shellac Stack. If you like what you're hearing and you want to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, shellacstack at gmail.com. I welcome your comments, suggestions, or requests, or if you just want to drop a note and say hello, I love hearing from you. Again, shellacstack at gmail.com. I also invite you to visit the Shellacstack website, which is www.shellacstack.com, and there you can listen to past programs in the series. You can also view label scans of some of the records I play. Sometimes I post additional little odds and ends related to the records on these programs. So again, www.shellacstack.com. There's also a handy contact form on the website if you want to reach me that way. Okay, let's head to the 1940s now, a record from March of 1945 of a song that goes back, oh, a decade or so earlier. I sort of wonder what the impetus was to record this in 1945, but it's the Continental. You sing while you're dancing from the gay divorcee. This will be Jerry Wald and his orchestra playing it as an instrumental on Majestic 7150. It's a rather boxy sounding recording, but still a pretty decent performance. After that, a little bit of a scratchy record on the Variety label, but it's not an easy one to find. Midge Williams 
and her jazz jesters will give us an up-tempo rendition of I'm Getting Sentimental Over You from February of 1937. It's uh, quite a neat little record. I like it a lot. And then I know we have some Joe Reichman fans in the house. (laughs) David, you know who you are. This is a perfect record made by Joe Reichman's orchestra in November of 1934. Paul Small will come back. Remember we heard him earlier on Smile, Darnia Smile. Well, here he is again on The Object of My Affection. Perfect 16034. So, a few odds and ends from the 40s and 30s now, beginning with Jerry Wald's orchestra, The Continental. Thank you. 
my affection can change my complexion from white to rosy red. Anytime she holds my hand and tells me that she's mine. There are many girls who can thrill me and some who can fill me with dreams of happiness. But I know I'll never rest until she says she's mine. Now I'm not afraid that she'll leave me Cause she's not the kind who'll be unfair But instead I trust her implicitly She can go where she wants to go, do what she wants to do, I don't care Oh, the object of my affection can change my complexion From white to rosy red Anytime she holds my hand And tells me that she's mine It's hard for me to hear that song without thinking of vocalist Pinky Tomlin, who co-composed it and made it so famous in the mid-30s. But that was a pretty serviceable version by Paul Small singing with Joe Reichman's orchestra, The Object of My Affection, from November of 1934. Before that, Midge Williams and her jazz jesters on February 26, 1937, with I'm Getting Sentimental Over You. Quite a different interpretation than we're accustomed to hearing from, say, Tommy Dorsey. And starting the set, we heard from Jerry Wald and his orchestra in 1945, a good song by Herb Magidson and Con Conrad from The Gay Divorcee, The Continental. That was Majestic 7150. Well, we have a little time left on today's program, and I've pulled out two classically-oriented gold-label Brunswick records for you, beginning with John Charles Thomas, a famous baritone of the 1920s, 30s, and 40s who was born only a stone's throw from where I am now. I'm in Pittsburgh. He was born in Myersdale, Pennsylvania, in southwest Pennsylvania. Actually a little closer to Johnstown, but you get the drift. <laughs> he started out in Broadway in the 19-teens and was quite successful there, and then managed to make the transition into light opera and eventually opera. He traveled back and forth to Europe a lot in the 1920s to pursue his training and was really just all over the place on records, on radio, uh, even made some film appearances in the 1920s and 30s. He performed well into the 1940s, even undertaking tours of, I think, Australia and New Zealand. He died of cancer in 1960. We'll hear him sing a song by Pearl Curran and Walter Rogers, a semi-classical thing called Nocturne. 
That was recorded for Brunswick on October 14th, 1927. It's Brunswick 15166. And then we'll finish off with an instrumental by pianist Joseph Hoffman, also a nocturne of his own composition from the set Mignonettes. He recorded this on April 12th, 1923. I think it's just an exquisite composition, beautifully, beautifully played, Brunswick 15053. Of course, Joseph Hoffman was one of the greatest pianists of the early 20th century. Sadly, he eschewed recording studios after about the mid-1920s, so there aren't nearly as many recordings of him as I would hope. (laughs) But thankfully, we have this one. It's a little noisy, but the tone of the piano comes through quite well, I think. So let's start now with John Charles Thomas. It is night and the stars are brightly shining Above in heaven's deep blue And there in your hammock reclining Rosy bow at midnight hour, I'll sing a song of love to you. Night winds are softly playing, mid leafy
well, there's really not much I could play after that, is there? An exquisite record by pianist Joseph Hoffman, his own composition from Mignonettes that was Nocturne from 1923. And that brings to a close this edition of the Shellac Stack. I hope you heard at least something that you enjoyed. I hope you had fun this past hour. Thanks again for tuning in and spending this time with me. I hope you'll help spread the word to family and friends, and I hope we'll see you back here next time for more 78s on the Shellac Stack. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.